Is everybody in? Is everybody in? The podcast is about to begin. Okay, so here we go. Episode 16, we're moving along. And this is season three of the Clagato Veteran Podcast. And tonight I got five little ditties for you. The first one will be the confusing failure of the Veterans Agency. The second one will be Coffee with the Director Program. Number three will be Medicinal Marijuana for Veterans. Number four, Pamphlets and Promotions. Number five, Cemetery Community Cleanup. And that's going to be the last one of the night. And <clears throat> I am Mateo Native Ravager, bringing you back another episode of the Clagatill Veteran Podcast, which I thank you all for listening. And <clears throat> I just, excuse me, I just wanted to make sure that... Um, uh, enough time had passed enough to where um, all the stuff that I had to do was taken care of. Um, and also at the same time, you know, I didn't really want to bombard the uh, podcast with too many episodes at once. And, I, <clears throat> and now that we're on um, episode 16, uh, we're getting closer to the end. And uh, I just want to make sure that we end it by March, the end of March. And um, so with that, I'm just going to go ahead and say, let's get started. And Let's get this podcast underway. So here we go. Okay, so starting off our first subject of the night, this one is the confusing failure of the veteran agency. And basically, uh, my point about this is that the agency commanders or commanding officers are just wasting their time trying to get rid of the executive director when we still have a ton crap load of uh, other problems that still exist that we haven't even tried. So uh, the reason why I wanted to talk about this is because um, as of, I don't know, this second, third week of March, there was a change that um, that happened as far as veterans getting like... Um, um, what do you, you know, those stipend things. And so there was a big problem with that. And I just wanted to, you know, record in, in document of what I was told and how I, what, what I found out. So a few months, few months, ah, here we go. A few weeks ago, we had an agency meeting. And with that, um, usually what would happen is we'd fill out stipend forms and for agency meetings, we get paid $150 and, that's for the commander, vice commander, and secretary. So what ended up happening was, you know, I this was like the one time I really actually needed just a little extra money because of the uh, the way the prices rose on the gas. I mean, if it would have just helped me this one last time, that would have been fine. But it did not. So uh, apparently there was um, an issue with that where only commanders get paid. And so after a while, when I, when I figured out that... Um, you know, I wasn't going to get that little $150 stipend check. I went ahead and went to the um, office and the uh, Fort Defiance Veteran Office, which ironically is located in Window Rock. So that's that's a whole issue problem that I didn't cause, but whatever, man. That's just the way these things go. So I went there and I asked, how come as a vice commander I didn't get my stipend check? I'm just wondering. <clears throat> Excuse me. And... um the lady behind the counter told me, oh, you're not getting it. You're not supposed to get it. And I was like, 
mm, could you clarify, please? Cause I'm not understanding what you're telling me. And then she said, um, it's in a policy to where the, the commanders are the only ones that get paid. And I was like, then why was everybody always broadcasting and, um, promoting that, you know, all officers be there if they if the other two weren't going to get paid, the vice commanders and the secretaries. And, um, that, excuse me, that young lady asked me, do you want me to print it out for you? I said, yes, please. I want, I want to see what, what you're talking about. So, ah, crap. I forgot to bring that paper with me. But anyways, basically in a lot of, uh, nonsense legal jargon, I guess it was saying that commanders are the only ones that get paid. And then again, it's not a stipend. It, they would have to bring in like their receipt for the, the distance traveled to get to that meeting. And, um, so once I found that out, I went to go to talk to the executive director. I, I had a meeting with him this past Monday and I asked him, I said, you know, what's up with this, man? You know, um, just, I'm just trying to figure it out. I'm not blaming anybody. I'm not trying to start any problems, but I just want to know, man, what, what caused this or how did this happen all of a sudden? And I did tell the executive director not to be a snitch or anything, but I did tell him, I said, yeah, you know, the whole time these guys are, uh, basically talking shit about you, getting rid trying to get rid of you. And all of a sudden everybody's all focused on getting rid of the executive director, but here comes this change all of a sudden with the policy saying, Oh, vice commanders and uh, secretaries don't get paid for whatever reason. And I'm like, ah, so anyways, I asked him about it and he says, the guy that um, keeps making problems with this, that doesn't want to run smoothly this guy, he wants to take over the executive director's job, but he can't because the executive director's on their six-year contract, <clears throat> excuse me, to be um, a um, executive director uh, for the Navajo Nation veterans, you know, organizations uh, on behalf of them. So what ended up happening was um, that guy, he kept complaining about it. So the executive director and whoever he's working with, they went back, looked at the policy, and that's one of the findings they found was like, oh, look, you know, why why are the vice commanders and the secretaries getting paid when that's not even part of the deal here? So that's how that came about. So if this guy wasn't bitching about the whole thing in the first place, the executive director never, probably would have never found it. And But, you know, it's that's the way it is, man. That's uh, that's politics. That's why I don't want to get involved in that shit. But I have to in some certain areas because I have to be aware of what's going on rather than like me just sitting here getting all mad. Where's my money? Where's my money? When all I could have done was just exactly what I did, you know, go go to the office and say, excuse me, um, what happened with this thing here? And, you know, getting my answers eventually. So... So that was the funny thing, you know, it's just that this guy who is, who wants to take over the executive director's job, he's going around, you know, having these special meetings on the side. I didn't get invited to, I guess the one they had last week, Thursday, but even then that's all right. Because, um, I ended up talking to some kind of veteran resource guy at the UNM, uh, university campus in Gallup. And, you know, he started telling me about the Montgomery GI Bill. Have you used it? I said, no. And he says, why haven't you used it? I said, well, you know, after 10 years, you know, they just get rid of it. And and even at the time when I was uh, living in Albuquerque, I was still having a hell of a time with all these 
everyone's favorite buddies, the skinwalkers and the witchcrafters. I couldn't get shit done as far as going to school. I did go to the film, uh, Santa Fe Film School, and I signed up and everything, and I paid my $25, um, what was that, fee to just to have them mail it to me or whatever. And then I went back, and next thing you know, they were like, oh, the 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 Santa Fe Film School has been shut down. I was like, ah, god damn it, really, man? You, you fucking kidding me here. And I went back the following year, it was still closed or something like that. So I just kind of gave up, and I was like... Because I really didn't know what I wanted to do as far as um, an occupation in life. And I was like, everything looked real boring, man. I wanted to do something where I didn't have to answer to anybody, basically. So basically, I guess what I should have done was went through the world of business, maybe. Well, anyways, so that aside, um, I didn't use the GI Bill. So the guy told me, he goes, well, you know, now the GI Bill, Montgomery GI Bill, has been extended to where... You know, you could be 60, 70 years old and probably still use it, but it's been extended now. So that timeline of 10 years doesn't exist anymore. So uh, he was telling me all these benefits and stuff like that. Um, but anyways, the reason why I went to talk to that guy in the first place was I was asking him, hey, man, was there supposed to be a a, a Fort Defines veteran agency meeting here? He goes, um, no, nobody told me anything about it. <clears throat> excuse me. And then he goes, um, uh, um, how did you find out? And I said, Oh, through word of mouth, you know, it was supposed to be today. So I've just figured where would they have like a conference or something like that. And, and then as it turns out, he wasn't informed, but he knew the people that were in charge and he just told them through text message next time, let me know. So I can at least help you guys get a, a conference room together or something. But, um, that whole conversation, as far as talking to that guy, I'll save it for another time. But what my whole point is, is that this, um, current Fort Defines veteran agency, uh, organization, whatever you want to call it, it's really teetering now. It's like, um, it's about to fall apart. Basically it's about to crumble because the wrong leaderships are in place and lack of communication. And, um, and that Thursday, I went ahead after I talked to that guy, I left from UNM uh, Gallup campus. And that's when I contacted the executive director. I was like, hey, bro, I need to really talk to you, man, because, you know, this thing is really um, it, it don't sit right with me, man. You know, what the hell's going on, actually? So he just told me, all right, Monday, come on in. So when I went in Monday, I told him about what was going on. I said, you know, I is this how it's supposed to be? Is this how it's originally? Be? Why does it keep changing? I was telling him and, and he was just telling me that's the, you know, pretty much the nature of what he's dealing with. Every time everything he, he clears it and he sets it in stone. Somebody's got to go over there, dig up the stone and move it sideways and say, Oh, this is not how it's supposed to be. And, um, that causes more confusion because as Navajos, I'm going to go ahead and say it, man. We're terrible leaders, man. And especially as veterans, we're shitty leaders, man. We don't know how to pass on information other than to say, oh, well, let me get paid first. Then I'll tell you what's going on, you know? And then for me doing the nonprofit thing, I'm just like, hey, everybody, you got information here that I'm trying to give out to you, but they don't want to hear it. And I'm like, all right, fine. Well, shit, you know, so we have like the polar opposites. The agency commanders really don't want to give out the information, but for the nonprofit, I want to give out the information, but nobody listens. 
And when the uh, agency officers, the commanders give their information out, everybody listens. I'm like, oh man, why the hell they don't listen to me, you know? And so anyways, so I just went ahead and told that um, executive director, I said, um, look, this is all I want to do, man. I said, if they want to, you know, follow this policy, fine, whatever, man. I, I really don't give a shit anyways, but all I want is to have my one last hoorah, you know? I just want to have my one last presentation, let all these other stupid idiot commanders know that there are options and possibilities out there that I've been trying to tell them for the past five, six years, and they still don't want to listen. Fine. You know, let me just have that moment. Let me say what I got to say, which is my next segment, um, coffee with the director. But, um, that is where I, you know, that's another thing I was telling him. That's what I want to do because, all this information that I have, it's it's going to waste basically, and uh, I'm trying to get more people involved, and and that also uh, includes on this uh, episode um, possibly the theme of program changes or changes within the program or programs, and um, that's why um, that's why this whole thing with um, the agency, I, I'd say it's a it's a confusing failure because the information is not being distributed right. And then at the same time, these sneaky little meetings that go on, you know, that's all more proof I need that this guy that wants to take over the executive director's spot, he wouldn't last, man. If he did make it in there for whatever crazy reason, if he find a way to, if he found a way to uh, get a hold of the director's contract and, you know, manipulate it and whatever, witchcraft it more than likely. And then, um, and gets that executive director out of there and this guy jumps in. He's only going to benefit those who've been supporting him this whole time in his crooked little ways. And for me, I'm like, it's fine. I don't give a shit what you guys do. Just stay out of my way. Because what I've been doing, you know, if nobody wants to listen, nobody wants to follow, fine. I'm not going to force anybody. But I'm going to keep going because I have these major goals that I have set. And... um and with each little thing I got to do within the nonprofit, that has to do with um, reaching the next level. And if success was a straight line, you know, I don't know how far along I'd be, but the success that I've been traveling on is like a zigzag all over, back and forth, up and down, left to right, diagonal, swirl type of um, progress line. And so that that kind of, um, that's where I, I get protective, you know, of what I'm trying to do. And so when this guy comes in and he starts making rules or he starts complaining that the rules aren't, aren't benefiting him and he starts changing it, then the executive director and his people, they got to look at it and they say, Oh, look, we found some more findings that you guys are not following that should have been like this. I'm like, all right, fine. You know, if you guys don't want to, you know, if you guys don't want to work with uh, what I got to offer, that's fine. I don't, I don't give a shit. Cause um, I'm really making progress on my own anyways. And then also on another note, um, as far as that goes with the, um, the policy changes, um, the executive director, he told me, he goes, well, after this guy was complaining about it, we went back, we looked at it and we found this um, policy change. And this happened back in the year of 2012. So I, I didn't get to Clagato until like 2014, I think. So it was like two years before I got here. But 
the people at the time, the um, uh, what the hell you call those guys? Not administrative directors, advisory council. There you go. The advisory council had already put that in motion where they're like, oh, okay, only the commanders are going to get paid. But they have to show their, um, I don't know, their gas receipt uh, for fuel, for fuel, for traveling, you know. So that's how it all started. That's where it started. But somewhere along the line, somewhere along the way, uh, like usual, you know, these Navajos, they changed it to suit their needs. And me, I'm just, you know, I'm just going along with the program because every time I think I know what's going on, I don't. It. Uh, so while I'm standing over here trying to figure out, okay, how did this happen again? They changed something, you know, on another, on another level, another section. And I'm like, oh shit, now I got to learn what the hell they did over here that, um, that lines up with what I was just looking at right now over here. So that's kind of like the back and forth I was dealing with. And, um, so this guy who keeps wanting to be the executive director wants to get rid of him. He's the one that kind of keeps, I don't know, he just keeps fucking everything up. You know, he just keeps messing with it and it, it gets really confusing. And, and, but now that they say that vice commanders don't get, don't get paid at these meetings, I'm like, well, that's good. That gives me a reason not to go because these things, they are a waste of time. You know, the whole time I went there, yeah, I get my $150 stipend. But in the end, um, it really didn't mean anything because all these years, past two years, these guys have been saying, we need to get rid of the executive director. And especially since last year, we need to get rid of the executive director. We need to get rid of him. And it's like, what progress have you done to back up your claim that you guys don't need him? Because the way I see it, you know, there's still a lot of problems and struggles with uh, medical issues, health issues, housing issues. And they keep saying, oh, well, we'll get rid of the executive director. And it's like, so what if you do? You're just going to bitch and complain about the next person that comes in anyways. And nothing is really getting done anyways, or anything isn't really, isn't really being produced, you know, and as for me over here, you know, I got a lot of results and, um, that, which, gonna, which is going to lead into my last segment of the night, which is, um, uh, this community cemetery cleanup, but that's part of the program that I'm working on. And, um, so with that whole thing being said, you know, that's how all this has been structured and, it's, you know, it's kind of a really, um, sad situation that all these people that are following this guy that wants to overthrow the executive director, they're not listening to what I'm saying, which is, yeah, fine. If you want to pursue getting rid of the director, go ahead, do your thing. It's a free country. You know, if you feel like you want to do that, but for those of you that are getting sick and tired of this and you know it's not going to go anywhere because the contract is rock solid pretty much. The only person who would have the authority to get rid of him would be the next president, next Navajo Nation president. He would have the authority to say, okay, executive director, I'm listening to the veterans and there's it's time for you to move out of there, get out. And if he does, that whole structure is going to crumble and I'm just going to be like, hey, I told you, man, you know, fine. You guys want to you guys want to mess with this dude who's only given favors to those that he knows? Fine, go ahead. But that's where I'm going to be more guarded of this um, nonprofit. And um, if it comes to physical altercations, fine, that works for me too. So, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, anyways, so all this stuff is what's currently going on. And it's just a big 
unnecessary mess. And like I said, but for me, I've already got this, um, this uh, nonprofit established. So now I'm really pushing forward with it, regardless of um, who's on my side or not, you know. And that's the thing, like I said, that's the thing about Navajos. We're terrible leaders, man. We just don't know how to conduct ourselves in such a, in such a role. And for me, I don't want to be a leader. I just want to do things where I know I can make a difference faster than sitting there, going to a meeting, complaining about someone not doing their job, and then say, okay, I got my money. I'm going to go about my business again and spend my money the way I want to, and I'll wait for the next meeting. So the next meeting that's coming up is going to be in um, Fort Defiance in April. So that's, uh, you know, I'm pretty much going to be done with the podcast by then. So I'm not going to have any real updates. But what I want to do at that meeting is just say, look, one last time, man, let's make this officially the the logo for the um, for the agency. So at least we got something. And there was one person who told me, why do you have to call it Fort Defiance Veteran Agency organization. Why don't you call it Sehotso uh, Veterans Agency? I'm like, because nobody agreed to it. And I said, you know, that's why I've been trying to push it, but nobody wants to listen to it. And they keep saying, oh, we got to get rid of the executive director. We got to get rid of him. It's like, all right, well, you know, just so you know, I, I am doing my part in trying to push for the logo to be official because nobody's doing anything. So I don't know how it's going to be for April, but um, if vice commanders aren't getting paid and um, and if my idea for the the logo is not on there, that's fine. I really don't give a shit anyways, you know. I'm more focused on Clagato. Clagato is my bed, my, my bed, my bread and butter at this point. So I'm going to go ahead and um, uh, leave it at that. Uh, but at the same time, you know, that's also going to end uh, the seg- first segment. So... Um, let me go ahead and jump on to the second one. This one will be Coffee with the Director Program.